Orb presents Dr. Quim, Medicine Woman. This is Gary Butterfield. This is Cole Ross. This is the worst episode of season three. Welcome to the jungle, baby. You're going to die. Actually, Rosalie sounds so bratty. Yeah, we're talking about this one. Buckle up. We're going to say Quim. Yeah. Uh, this is a slang, slang, slang word for vulva is what I what, what I believe that is. Yeah. It's British for pussy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, uh, that and that because it's the name of a character. Yes, yeah. The 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 name here and the character. It's playing Doctor Quinn, Medicine Woman, old television show. Um, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> we're just gonna we're gonna get through this. Uh, the thing that I will say is there is at least one really good joke and sequence in this that I really enjoy, uh, and also yep. uh, uh, Public and Hammer they they uh, they admit this is not their best work. <laughs> yeah, there are circumstances around this. Yes. You know, yeah. that kind of explain it. And to me, it's like there, there are arguments of this episode is offensive. There are things that's definitely offensive about. Mm-hmm. Uh, having now watched it, you know, twice in the last month and then once with the commentary, mm-hmm. I just think it's pretty boring. Yeah. And like pretty annoying. There, mm-hmm. There's parts of this where it's this long, soggy middle of shtick. Yeah, that I that I just think is just a little obnoxious. Yeah, um, you got yeah, some, nobody's going to bat for it. You got some like three threes threes company romantic misunderstandings. You know? Yeah, yeah. Ugh. <laughs> oh, what are we doing? Like this this doesn't feel Venture Brothers. Yeah, uh, it, it's a you know? it's also kind of an outdated version of the, the, like the idea of the Venture Brothers. Like it kind of feels like if you fed if if you fed like a couple of episodes the worst of season one into an AI, this might be what comes out. Because like they were yeah. following this instinct to 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 have them be adventurers. Like you know, Jackson Public was like, "Oh, I still wanted to do my jungle episode," and it's like, "No, yeah. no, you have them come back from the jungle." <laughs> yeah, it, it's a uh, it's very intentionally what it is, and then was also written on a time budget. Yeah, yeah, you know. Uh, so uh, this is you know written by Jackson Public uh, in under duress. Um, originally <laughs> aired July six two thousand eight. <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah. the uh you know t- time time crunch yeah uh and this is them specifically like hey let's go back to core yes. you know the kids are boy adventures at the start is a johnny quest thing mm-hmm. we should do some of that yeah yeah so the ventures are out doing some villain shit in the jungle uh and they run into an old friend uh from rusty's past uh dr tara quim uh who also mm-hmm. grew up to be uh grew up to be a scientist yeah yeah the, the gender flipped version of the full whole family. Yes. You know, is the idea here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the commentary, they talk about this isn't their best work, but they mostly just talk about how the characters look because mm-hmm. they get really hung up on that. Yes. Um, in a way, a way that I don't, uh, they say that they, the character, the characters they had look like GI Joe. Mm-hmm. Uh, characters would, you know, fine. Um, I don't, I don't see it, but I also don't, doesn't bother me. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, again, going, doing their jungle episode. And then it also tries to accomplish some other stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, they wanted to throw in another black ha- or a black herring. <laughs> a red herring. <laughs> yeah. It's a little bit <laughs> twisted. <laughs> uh, a red herring about who the boy's mother mm-hmm. uh, was, even though they, they, there was an earlier draft and they, they bomb it. 
Mm-hmm. You know, they, they get rid of it in this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Line. But in early draft, that was part of the point. And then part of the point was just to kind of throw Rusty a bone. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, you know, have him have a love interest from his past, have him soften up. Yeah. Yeah. There were earlier versions of the script where it drew more attention to this, but the idea that like Ru- <laughs> Rusty, a romantically fulfilled Rusty ends up being nicer, like, like, you know, softer yeah. on the kids and just like generally better before everything kind of comes crashing down around him. This just kind of like rush, rush, rushes through that in order to do other stuff. Yeah. 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 It, they replace it with nothing. Mm-hmm. There's like going to be a, a whole part of this character advancement. They replace it with a montage mm-hmm. of just like characters hanging out. Yeah. Um, it's, it's really weird. <laughs> um, the, there's a lot of meta stuff in this as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, the idea here was, um, you know, they know that the fans uh, love Dean and they don't like Hank. So they created the two the two twins, the the female Hanks and Deans, um, to just be really into Dean. Yeah. Uh, you know, and not like Hank. And then they end up having them attempt to, to, to rape Dean. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's so there's, there's the, like a churlish, like, you want this? Here you go. Yeah. Uh, element to it that I don't uh, necessarily respect. And the the sexual skeeviness of, that permeates this entire episode is gross and off model to me yeah yeah uh you know i i don't care for it i don't care for uh the way Ginny uh is uh is is, is presented yeah 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 that, that's it, there's like some fun bits with that like this is when you when i'm looking for joy mm-hmm. in this it's like all performance stuff yeah you know it, it like the, the deliver line deliveries from the boys and brock mm-hmm. some of them are fun and good yeah and brock reacting to Ginny. Mm-hmm. is is pretty funny <laughs> not knowing what to G- make of her yeah. not treated real well no you know? no it's you know and there's also like just a, like a coding like what what is her relationship with tara yeah I, I'm well, gonna... she's, she's explicitly a frustrated lesbian yeah yeah like she, you know or, or or bi at the very least and then the idea that like the male version of that is brock sampson who is a fucking god in this universe uh-huh and then the female version of it is a joke Right, you know, right. it's it's this frustrated like Minnesota lesbian mm-hmm. who uh, whose body is a comical uh, thing to laugh at. Mm-hmm. You know, her her desiring sex or sexual agency is for joke. Mm-hmm. It's something that they they fix with Wariana. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's, the, it's really weird because the Wariana Brock stuff feels like it is just a direct apology for this. Yeah. Like actually you know, saying there can be the the physical the, the the physical counterpart or the the not physical there can be this counterpart to Brock gender flip counterpart that is actually you know the good stuff about Brock as well not yeah. uh, you know not just like this weird you know parody that has all of these you know bad assumptions about what is and isn't the, the, a woman you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's a uh, it's it's rough. It's it's rough stuff. Um, yeah. In, uh, boy, oh boy. In notable firsts here, uh, they, they had no idea what they were going to do with him. Uh, but uh, this is our uh, first appearance of Don Fitzcarraldo uh, in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, the kind of, yeah, the Blue Morpho. Uh, they just kind of, you know, they had a background character who ended up being like, oh, we just want to uh, start it out as let's make him like a Green Hornet type. Uh, he mm-hmm. appears in a in a flashback scene at a key party. Uh, I like the flashback mm-hmm. stuff in this, uh, and ultimately becomes yeah. incredibly important uh, to this. I mean, so, S- similarly, it's the first appearance of Dick Cavett. 
And it's the first appearance of like Huey Long or whatever. Huey Newton, yeah. Huey Newton, the first Black Panther to show up in thing. But yeah, the the you know that stuff is good, and the flashback stuff is really good, even though it also leads to some you know clue trails that don't go anywhere. Yeah, yeah. You know that I'm just like not as as crazy. Yeah, I mean, like about. it's 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 implied because of because of what we see happening at the key party, and also like, um, uh, oh gosh, Jonas's relationship with Tara's mom with Ms. Quim. Uh, it's implied that she might be Rusty's half brother, <laughs> or, ha- or half, half ha- yeah, half sister rather. Yeah, yeah. maybe they, you know who knows? Like you know, Doctor, uh, you know, JJ Senior put his dick in everything. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it's like, and it's literally a key party. It's a random hookup. Mm-hmm. Um, he he targets her yeah. during it. He he cooks the books mm-hmm. to get that key. Uh, but it's you know who who even knows? And yeah. it, that would be the way you could bring this back. Like Rusty finding out he has a sister. Mm-hmm. There's a story. Yeah. Uh, but these characters don't really come back, and and there's nothing. No. no. Uh, you know, there's as much only as I one... like episodes of this season that are not lore focused and are just kind of one-offs. Yeah. Um, I like them when they're fun jokes and they deal with our main characters in a, a better way. Agreed. Yeah. The, the, there, there is one appearance later on of, uh, of yeah. uh, Tara. Uh, I'm going to do my best not to say Dr. Quim. Cause I don't, I just, that, that word does not feel good in my mouth. Ironically. I'm going to uh, say pussy Quim. <laughs> so I'm going to try to make it sound worse. Just to balance the scales. <laughs> okay. No, uh, she she shows up later, like in another. Her Vagisaurus. <laughs> she shows up in a in a, in a Facebook of uh, possible possible scientists for uh, for somebody to arch later on. Vagisaurus sucks. <laughs> the, the, the Gary, I need you to stop. I need you to stop. <laughs> I'm fine Gigantic with it. Monster truck esque. <laughs> Yannick yep. Fury. Yeah, it is. No, it's just it it, 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 it can it both jumps over and devours cocks. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday night. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Uh, so let's get to it. Uh, we have a cold oh, open. Yeah. <laughs> we have a cold open uh, with all of this adventure kind of stuff. Rusty is uh, running through the jungle, uh, having mm-hmm. stolen this uh, golden snake idol that looks just like a cock and balls. Yep. Uh, I like the idea of a fertility idol that isn't the traditional like chonky lady, mm-hmm. which is usually what we see. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, and and uh, probably you know offensive stereotype uh, villagers. Yeah, are uh, chasing him. They give him just you know tons of sleep darts as he's calling for help. <laughs> they surround him. They're about to kill him, but a woman stops who can stops them who can speak their language, and uh, she recognizes him as Rusty. Yeah, uh, and that's our cold open. Uh, no jokes. Yep. Setting a little bit of the, uh, the tone. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, we get the little, uh, intro sting, uh, like, you know, we don't have a full, uh, a full opening, I believe. And, uh, mm-hmm. it cuts, uh, to the flashback. Uh, it's uh, at the count. It's at the compound. It's Jonas's pad in the sixties. He's literally the swing in sixties. He's throwing a key party. Uh, mm-hmm. and Colonel General gentleman, uh, arrives with his beard. Uh, this pink haired woman in a cat suit, uh, Ms. Quim, uh, modeled mm-hmm. after the lady from the Avengers, not the Marvel one. Emma Peel. Yeah. Emma Peel also looks a little bit like silver Sable, which, yeah. shows, uh, which is kind of a visual design thing, but is meant to be kind of a counterpart to a James, mm-hmm. like, like a lady James Bond. Yeah. Like yeah. Emma Peel. Yeah. Uh, and they go back and forth with some double entendres about how much Colonel gentleman uh, loves dick 
Mm-hmm. Um, and how uh, she's not good at handling dick. Talking yeah. about, you know, ne- ne- never little woman drive your Aston Martin. She handles a stick like it's got herpes. And she's like, who knows what, where you've been, what garages you've been parking in. Yeah. And it's yeah. just, it's, it's, it's full of just, you know, girl yeah. gentlemen getting around jokes. Yeah. Yeah. Which, you know, he's not stupid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's super weird that they brought Tara. They brought Ms. Quim's daughter. Uh, they have Kano take her down. Uh, it's it's very funny that Kano brooks this at all. Uh, I, I love this, this the scene where he just looks at her and then when they show his cut to her screaming as he carries her off. Because Kano, yo, that's very scary at this point. She's being carried by a man the size and shape of a house. Yeah. <laughs> He's ultimately uh, a sweetheart. Cute, but... <laughs> yeah. Uh, but they go down to the den, uh, and Rusty is uh, 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 pretending to, uh, you know, playing pretend jungle adventure. Um, yeah, yeah. I get a little bit with the key party. This is where we get, um, you know, blink and you miss it. But uh, JJ Senior makes sure that his keys get to mm-hmm. uh, Doctor Quem. Yeah, um, uh, and then Colonel Gentleman sees a young mod here that they say is maybe a Bowie, mm-hmm. and it drives me nuts because it looks like Bowie, mm-hmm. but he doesn't have two different colored eyes, which is how you make a Bowie. That's how you make a Bowie. Also, we've seen how Bowie is rendered in this, and you yeah. know he's not he's not rendered as you know David Bowie in two thousand eight. He's rendered as seventies Bowie, right? He's yeah, young, yeah. young well, Bowie. He's, Wait, this, where this is an outfit that. 70s boy war uh-huh you know but the eyeball thing just drove me nuts because i'm like they get yeah. it right when he's the sovereign mm-hmm. you know and it's just a really easy way to do it and he says oh you pretty thing yes uh, which is a bowie song which is what you know so yeah. i'm pretty sure this is supposed to be bowie but they it could just be like an animation <laughs> error i put it on the imdb I, goofs yeah so it struck the same rib and made two distinctly <laughs> different tones <laughs> that's why you fired for that one <laughs> genius at work <laughs> oh man uh <laughs> but as they're playing uh as they're playing pretend unaware of what their parents are getting into uh we cut to present day rusty is uh has, has woken up and he's in the room with the grown-up tara um she mm-hmm. has sucked the poison out but she chides him for wearing polyester in the jungle the bigger problem is not the poison it's that he's completely dehydrated um yeah. but he he wears this because he you know cannot stand wrinkles so he'll no, just he, die. His dad taught him not to. He quotes yes. his dad. Yes. He says, he says, uh, you know, hydration is no excuse for wrinkles. Yep. Rusty, you know, and, and she's like, why didn't your dad teach you not to steal fertility idols mm-hmm. uh, for, from headhunters? He says he's been researching alternative cures for impotence. Uh, and there's a little bit, this is very hacky. Yeah. Um, jokes about how it's, you know, not for him. It's for people he knows. She says, you know, why haven't tried Viagra? And he's like, well, my client, I, well, my clients, they get diarrhea, <laughs> dyspepsia, <laughs> right, you know, right? all these Viagra, uh, downsides. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just that, just that weird, uh, weird hang up, uh, in the, just around like when Viagra was just a punchline in and of itself, where just yeah. like jokes, jo- <laughs> isn't ED funny? Uh, no, it's yeah. just a thing that happens. <laughs> you get older, your dick stops working, man. Yeah. Uh, leave people alone. Yeah. Like they still write to sex. Uh huh. <laughs> just, you know, like it should be covered by insurance. Yeah. Like it often is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, like, so. like, like being like, a, oh, Viagra. Yeah. Good yeah. hell. So yeah. So, but, but people just, use their ding dongs. Ding dongs are great. Yeah. I, I, I will not <laughs> countenance any more anti ding dong talk from, from anybody just making jokes about limp. Mm-hmm. We were, we stand limp on this yep. network. 
<laughs> yeah. I, so I, just... I want to cut to like a newspaper, like the where Bart, where it's like the local gays show their pride. <laughs> Bart, where it's just like you on the front of like a paper where it's like duckfeed.tv stands the limp. And then there's just like a picture of you caught in the camera. No, I'm not trying to describe it. You would not be like just describe me back to you. I just think that's funny. No, no, just very like just be like trying to block my face out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i I mean so like yes this is this is a hacky joke it was a hacky joke i remember it being hacky but like it is funny how outdated that feels now you know 11 years on or 13 years on yeah uh but yeah Um, you know tara explains what she's doing here um just in fake jungle i think this is supposed to be south america possibly um she's she's saying oh i'm out here searching for a cure for cancer uh, you know, it's like mm-hmm. examining the, you know, the, the plants, but you know, it's not going that great. Uh, cancer continues unabated. Um, and, uh, they're interrupted when, uh, her twin daughters, uh, come in, Nancy and Drew. Yes. Uh, girl detectives. Mm-hmm. We have the Hardy boys. We'll literally have them later. Mm-hmm. Um, Nancy Drew is the girl detective series of books. Yes. Um, and her being here, she is, uh, Laura Croft doing medicine man. Yes. That movie Medicine Man with uh, uh, oh, John Connor. Where he found the cure for AIDS but forgot it? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also similar to Lorenzo's Oil. Uh, uh, that was there like, was a lot of movies in the 90s about like going and finding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so should they, like, they, they, they work in a, like a, like an actual Tomb Raider animation on this as well. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. great. Like she's, she's very specifically a Tomb Raider. Like mm-hmm. they came up with good analogs for yeah, yeah. the Lady Venture brother family. Yeah. And the commentary has them talking about Tomb Raider. It's like the one video game that they've played. Uh, yeah. You know. It's very, it's very cute. <laughs> yeah. Actually. Uh, Ginny comes in, who is Tara's bodyguard, who is a lady Brock Sampson. But again, because it's a lady she's uh, all, figure of fun and disgust. She's also old you know? as well. Like she is explicitly yeah. middle, like not aging very gracefully. Or well, like she's yeah. got gray hair and stuff. Not you know, there's not a problem with that. But like all of these unflattering traits piled on top of one unfortunate person is what, what is going on with her eyes? Like it I, looks I like she wears know. a magneto helmet and goes tanning. <laughs> I don't get it. Like she just has tan bars around her eyes. Yeah. No clue. Yeah, super weird. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite things that happens in this episode is we go to like what the, what they were doing during this yeah. is just a very, very good. Uh, Brock is putting boxing gloves on her hand tang, yeah. which Dean has to fight. Yeah. Uh, which is very funny to me. Dean says, uh, like teaching an ape to box, like, isn't it basically the saddest thing ever? <laughs> yeah. And just like, yeah, I don't like it either, Dean, but yeah. dad needs the money. Uh, it's so it's, like, it's so I, good it is so good just like the, like not like, dean are the, the the saviors of this episode right when broccoli does it he was like you ready dean he goes no <laughs> this, <laughs> this is really, awful yeah yeah no that, like this is the um, one i mentioned earlier though yeah, the one bit in the episode that absolutely works for me just the idea wow. that they kidnapped this poor orangutan <laughs> And they're training so it to fight so they can dark. sell it. Um, and you have yeah, and you have Hank again because he's channeling the channeling the ghost the ghost of dead crazy people. Kid his age should not be making a reference to this movie, but he goes bang Clyde, uh, which is yeah. a reference to uh, what is it? Any which way but loose. 
Any that... which way but loose. Clint Eastwood teaming oh. up with uh, some kind of super ape to solve crimes. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the, the idea, yeah. like in that movie, a trick is, you know, if you said, bang, Clyde, the, the, the ape's name was Clyde, uh, he would fall over dead. So he is trying, he's doing, you know, saying this much, you know, to everybody's annoyance, trying to get him to do the same trick. <laughs> and and I love that uh, Clyde, instead of boxing Dean, just beats the crap out of Hank because yep. he's been doing that bang thing over and over. Yeah. Uh, this this was like in the the this was like a, an early Turner and Hooch. Mm-hmm. Like there was a time where our culture was really obsessed with like what if an animal mm-hmm. uh, teamed up with a cop, <laughs> you know? And and now we're like that fucking sucks, man. Don't uh-huh. make dogs cops, right? You know. Every once in a while on, on Facebook, they'll show like a squirrel in a little police uniform and he'll be like, oh, this little guy got deputized because he found drugs in a nest. And like, fucking get that fucking nest squirrel. off that squirrel. <laughs> that squirrel's going to get shanked uh-huh. and it goes back to Gen Pop. Like, leave him alone. Mm-hmm. Do not recruit an animal to be a cop. <laughs> um, they uh, they show up here. This is great as well, where, uh, you know, Ginny shows up and calls him poachers and stuff. And Rusty pops out and says, like, this isn't what it looks like. And Dean's like, it, it's actually exactly what it looks like. <laughs> yeah. Rusty just, like, tries to make up a story like, no, I rescued him from poachers over in to Thailand. <laughs> it was in a cage. Yeah. Like, no, no, it's exactly what it looks like. Uh, but this is where Nancy and Drew uh, meet Hank and Dean. Uh, and we get a mm-hmm. couple of just a repeated, you know, ooh, I'm in love uh, kind of graphical treatments uh, where, uh, you know, Hank is immediately spit, smitten. Uh, Dean is like, oh, rigor, first symptoms of malaria, I think, noticing yeah. his, his erection. And then D- Dean becomes smitten with them, too. Well, not, uh, Dean doesn't. Uh, the girls become smitten with Dean. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I, Dean never becomes smitten. Like, he... <laughs> He almost gets gets raped in this episode. Yeah. Like he doesn't want it. I, I I could I could swear that there was one where he was like, ooh, yeah, but uh, maybe I made yeah, they, a they I made a wrong note. And get all ood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And later he's like, I like them. I just don't like them like them. Right, right. You know. Yeah. Uh, Dean, Dean is a one woman. Dean is for Triana. Yes. Um, we're going to the truck again. Just shtick. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going back and forth between these conversations. Um, you know, Brock is like, you know, new personal low training the chimp, which is good. Mm-hmm. And then Rusty says, it's time for a new thing. Operation do Rusty a solid, uh, keep Jimmy busy. So we get into the gender stuff mm-hmm. and then starts doing like, again, just like a hacky joke. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the only, you know, I want to be sweating between the sheets. You know what I mean? You know, sex. you know, sex. <laughs> I'm like, man, what is this? Is this like an outtake from the four year old virgin or something? Like, <laughs> where is this joke coming from, mm-hmm. JP, you know, Jackson? Christ yeah. Almighty, like, it's not good. Yeah. Inside the truck mm-hmm. is a little bit better. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so like we have the, we, we have the two pairs of, you know, teen adventurers, you know, bonding over stuff and they have slightly different kinds of adventures, you know, solving mysteries and things. Um, you know, they, they, they talk about, you know, like, oh, we're not identical. We're, you know, semi-identical. They, they actually are differentiated. One of them has freckles on her nose and that's how you can tell. Um, and I, I love that. Like, oh, you know, sometimes even our mom gets us confused. And then a bummer note, uh, Dean says, yeah, our dad has trouble finding and telling us apart too dean and hank couldn't look any more different <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's a you know just bad dad yeah jokes i also i like the i like the girls like you know i'm i'm more of a detective me i'm more of an adventurer it's like mm-hmm. oh we do that you know museum leads the mummy mummy leads the <laughs> like them talking shop i think is adorable yep <laughs> um, there's got content here originally uh there was a whole like venture brothers universe and they were going to reveal the existence of the lady sovereign Hmm. 
um here like they like they have been having a, like a parallel show <laughs> you know was the idea which i think is very cute yeah um Ginny, uh, they get to the the village. Uh, there are people standing in front of them. Uh, so she slams on the brake, which makes Rusty fall down in front of the car. Which that's is that's really funny. <laughs> I don't know why, uh, but like the, the limited animation on it is really good. Also, the, like, yeah, he doesn't yeah. yell or anything. He just like limply rolls down the hood. <laughs> it reminded me of when he got shot in the stomach by the rubber bullet, and <laughs> we we have like sixty seconds of him just bleeding, yeah, and moaning. Like there's some good physical comedy with Doc getting hurt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, and you know, so, so, so they roll up They're they're, they're kind of living in and around this village. Uh, the indigenous folks are, uh, distrustful of any outsiders ever since Ikea set up shop and started logging to get wood for their Billy bookcases. Yeah. The Ikea <laughs> down the river. Uh, and, uh, the, she's translating the, the village elder here who is talking about, um, you know, they've seen this wear dial. Um, you know, that it has ripped the head off their mightiest warrior. It was like somebody shook up a six foot can of blood soda and popped the top and you hear the, the elder go, <laughs> uh, cute, you know, but it, yeah, I, you know, not, not knee slapper, like funny, but like, yeah. again, yeah. We're, we're just not ever going to get to escape but, velocity here. But Pam, Pamela Adlin's delivery on a six foot can of blood soda and then, somebody, yeah. yeah, like just a, like trying to figure out how to pronounce, like, like how to translate blood soda. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's yeah. like it's cute. It's humorous. Yes. You know, there's there smile out loud moments in this mm-hmm. is, is kind of how it feels like to me. Yeah. Uh, but the tribal elder here uh, says all of this is Rusty's fault for stealing the fertility idol. You know, as long as it's back, no harm, no foul. Uh, we go back. Uh, we, we do weird cuts in this episode. Mm hmm. Um, you know, because this seems like this is where they would take back the idol, but we're gonna get that in montage. Yeah. Instead, we get uh, Hank and Dean in their tent talking about the twins. Dean is, you know, nerding out about what kind of uh, twins they are, and Hank is criticizing him. He says, "By Firth, which is the god from Watership Down," <laughs> uh, which you know, again, uh, pretty great. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he, he warns him not to act like a stalker. You know, like not draw pictures, and he says he's drawing pictures because for the venture home news because pictures increase circulation. <laughs> and I believe he's being one hundred percent sincere in that. Oh yeah, I think he's no. just you know <laughs> wants to increase circulation <laughs> so. among the five people who live on the compound. Yeah, well, and he also uh, d- d- uh, Monarch gets it. Oh yeah, yeah um, that's they true. Reveal <laughs> Monarch <laughs> subscription to the venture home news. I love Bright Lights, Dean City so fucking much. It's so good. <laughs> That's a really good episode of this show. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Jenny's listening from the outside and she's, you know, concluded that they uh, have their eyes on the, uh, on the twins. Uh, she's, she's half right. We cut over to the twins and Nancy and Drew are talking about the boys. Nancy says, Oh, I love Dean's hot little Iggy pop body with a kind of Weezer <laughs> style. Uh, <laughs> there's nothing hot about Iggy Pop's body. <laughs> it's a weird, like, I'm surprised this episode was written by Jackson Public because uh-huh. that feels like a Doc Hammer insert line to me it, if I ever heard one. Yep. <laughs> like, <laughs> like oh, you know, weird, weird two dimensional, uh, you know, endomorphic guys can be, uh, ectomorphic guys can be hot too. Yep. So, um, uh, but the, the conflict is that, uh, Drew likes Dean too. They both, they both find, uh, uh, Hank to be boorish. Yeah. Uh, you know, they, uh, they, you know, like the fangirls, mm-hmm. you know, like the fangirls, the real show who love Dean. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeannie walks in says, you know, you can hang out with the boys, but don't get into any rough stuff. 
you know, uh, gives him a hug. And they say, you know, Ginny, why do you hate men so much? And she says she doesn't hate him. She's never met a real one. Yeah. And looks out at Brock uh, pounding a steak uh, for a tent, shirtless with his Daisy Dukes mm-hmm. um, season one outfit. Here. <laughs> and she's like, you know, maybe this is our, our real man. Mm-hmm. Um, and this, again, this I don't like how her sexuality is portrayed for grossness. Mm-hmm. Her turning cold on Brock and Brock, you know, what the hell? Like, I, I, <laughs> I like Brock doing that. Yeah, yeah. I, I like when Brock doesn't know how to process anything because he is normally so situationally aware and just kind of like bored with it because he you know has come to expect everything He's hyper competent yeah yeah like he, he knows how to do everything it's it's really similar to when he first met um dermot yeah yeah you know and Dur- you know Dur- dermot's like you know okay where's your geishi He's like, <laughs> what, what? <laughs> like he doesn't know what to do so she goes out uh to uh to, to put her moves on and uh introduce herself uh, she, she asked me, you know, what, you know, what do you drive? Uh, she, she negs his Dodge charger as a penis substitute, you know, uh, comparing it to the, to, to the, uh, benefits of her, you know, Humvee or whatever it is, the big, well, uh, and her, her ass, like she, well, she's, yeah. you know, she's very this has solid suspension, good chassis while like bending over and presenting. Oh yeah. No, she, she, she's, pre- she's presenting to her, you know, to him. Like, and even they're just yeah. saying like, Oh, hot in the jungle, huh? Moist heat grips you like a vice yeah. uh talking you, you about pussies that her car is a metaphor for the quimb oh god is it better or worse with the b on the end <laughs> usually it makes it better i am actually gonna have to five i sentence you to five minutes in hell <laughs> so. uh, but yeah the, the, she's she's double entendre yeah, yeah. Uh, and, you know, he, he he agrees, like, okay, well, you know, if we're going to do this, we're going to do this. And then she, you know, she pumps the brakes on saying, hey, he's off the gas there, Mustang Sally. Where I come from, we drive on the other side of the road. So yeah. she runs cold on him. I think that this is her way of saying that she doesn't go with men, which is a mixed signal here. And that puts Brock. But she's, yeah, she's, she's sexuality is a spectrum, right? Like, right. there's nothing wrong with that. But it is... A weird mixed signal thing. I I read this that she does this not when he agreed to have sex with her, but she keeps looking over his shoulder at Rusty and uh, Tara. Okay, and she sees Rusty go in the tent, and I think that's oh, what causes her to like. Right. Okay. So hard going to be hard to get after literally presenting on the hood of a Humvee. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. well, because she's like, oh, I gotta protect Tara because mm-hmm. she has this like romantic relationship with him. But I don't blame you for like not putting that together because this episode is really poorly edited. Like the montaging in this is really weird. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you would think that then that would follow that impetus would follow then to consequence where she would then storm in on that tent and have a scene or something. But we don't, we, we go to the wearer dial. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we cut to nighttime, the wearer mm-hmm. dial looking over the village and then to a montage. Like yep. it, it's real messy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just, just yeah. a montage of rusty and Tara having fun, like going swimming, uh, you know, yeah. like, just having reconciled like it's them in a relationship you know yeah uh, you know ending yeah. with them climbing up uh, climbing up a branch um I, I you know this is where terry does her little tomb raider climb and just a wheezing rusty covered in leaves and leeches uh, yeah <laughs> just like just limply climbs up and like oh you know you, you need to stop stop smoking and you know, don't smoke secondhand killing me <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I related to this 
Oh yeah. Quite a bit. Yeah. Every yeah. once in a while, someone will make me hike uh, <laughs> on accident. Like, you know, I'll hang out in San Francisco or something, which is a, a town built of vertical miles mm-hmm. and just, uh, end up walking a whole lot and be like, man, I am, I'm out of shape. I might mm-hmm. puke. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm sorry, everybody. Yeah. Uh, but it, I might be sick. <laughs> Leave know? me. I'm only going to slow you down. Yeah, like literally, it's like, literally leave me behind to the gazelles because uh-huh. I, I like, you know, either build me a litter or leave me to die. Mm-hmm. Uh, I cannot handle the steep incline. <laughs> um, she, uh, you know, says why she's here. And again, there's no jokes here. This is just expo- drag ass exposition. Yeah. She's here for a fruit called Solomon's Heart. Uh, which grows in the valley. The problem is that the trees only blossom when they're more than 40 years old and people are cutting them down. Um, you know, she's trying to preserve the rainforest so she can research into curing cancer. Uh, and he's not getting it. He's trying to hit on her. Um, but no jokes. Right. Right. It's, it's literally uh, just like him misunderstanding the things that she's saying. Like, oh, you see how the how the seeds form a heart. Like, ah, yes. You know, he's reading this. Like, no, she's it's literally just talking past each other. Um, yeah. He leans in to kiss Forever. her. Right. And the, he, lean, he leans in to kiss her, and then she breaks things off, saying that, you know, she doesn't want to get hurt and that this isn't a good time. So she goes back to the house, and Rusty falls from the tree, dangling from his harness. Well, he doesn't fall right away. I love that he's like, How do I get down? Because <laughs> again, <laughs> very relatable to me as somebody who is uh, not athletic. Mm-hmm. Um, so at night, uh, the boys are out in the woods, and they hear a roar. Uh, they accuse each other of being, I hate this. Like there, there's just a bunch of things in here where I don't understand what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Like it's all over the place. They accuse each other of being the wear And then Hank says, because they're twins, they both, they must both be the wear And then like Dean's like, no, that doesn't make sense. We have different colored hair. And I'm like, how smart or dumb are you fucking characters? Mm-hmm. Like it is okay to vary that in this show, but you can't vary it line to line. Mm-hmm. You know? Ah, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> just a, it, Hank, Hank coming to the wrong conclusion um, is 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 fine, but yeah, I don't I don't know. It's just uh, the the idea that like, oh yes, we must both be it. No, it it, it doesn't. Well, you, yeah, you know if you're the fucking Werodile. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. It just it doesn't uh, it doesn't feel right. Mm-hmm. You know, it's uh, too stupid. Yeah, Brock rushes back. It's interrupted. He kind of you know, he's got Rusty. He's unconscious. He was hanging upside down from his harness, uh, and the blood is pooled both in his head and in his dick. Uh, yep. and a surprisingly said, large member here on uh, Rusty. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, like they they really make gra- him pack some heat here. Gra- gravity, you know, just uh, extenu- <laughs> extenuating circumstances, extending circumstances. Yeah. Um, yes, extenuating. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, but Rusty, you know, as he comes to, he says, "Oh, I saw two wear dials. You know, just uh, we got we got a whole pack of them out there." Yeah, uh, this this is full of uh, red herrings about who the wear dial is. Yeah. Um, Hank tries to comfort the girls. They brush him off, and Ginny puts the the compound on lockdown. Everybody has to go to their own bunks, uh, you know, because of where dial is about. Goes in and talks to Tara and says, like, we need to get these guys out of here. They're they're ruining the vibe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Tara says, like, there's no where dial. Like, we both know this is just a logging company stooge. That they have nothing to do with the where dial. Yeah, yeah. And further, I'm going to ask Rusty to be my lab assistant. You mm-hmm. know, she wants the relationship. She was just overwhelmed. Yeah. Uh, before that, there was more backstory around this as well. Um, there was going to be a bunch of flashbacks where they showed Rusty and Tara meeting at different points in their lives. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and Tara kind of having this rebellious phase, which Ginny refers to later. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, where she would have got, uh, Pregante, but doesn't, uh, you know, it, this would have made sense for her to be ready to settle down with Rusty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, you know, Ginny is jealous of this and, you know, Tara says, oh, Rusty can fulfill needs that you can't. You know, kind of implying yeah. like, okay, I, I need a, I need, I need a man. Uh, no, but just say, oh, he's a trained scientist. Uh, it's weird. She's mm-hmm. definitely saying that she's going to make him a lab assistant with sensitivity to Ginny in mind. Yeah, because she's she's describing it as being nervous. She's like, he's going to be my lab assistant. Like, mm-hmm. she says it like she's hiding something. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. You know, yeah. Um, the uh, so Tara sends her away at this point. Ginny says like, you'll give it a try. You know, again, double entendreing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're talking about sex. She's like, "Yo, it just doesn't work." Uh, Tara sends her away. Um, you know, and they end up like yelling at each other. Um, and Tara tries to calm herself, and she says, "You know, Dean overhears her saying, Stay calm. Don't let the the demon out.'" So of course, Dean is like, "She's the weradile." Mm-hmm. And it's um, curiouser and curiouser. So Dean is on the case. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he goes and uh, uh, talks to Hank. Trying to tell him, hey, someone in the camp is the wear dial. Uh, but when he gets there, uh, Hank is using his bass to try and write a song for the girls. This is, I think, the yep. first appearance of the bass that Brock promised to give him in the Christmas special. Yeah, the shallow gravy bass. Mm-hmm. Um, cute note from the um, the commentary. Uh, they would animate the bass and then Doc Hammer mimed what was actually happening on there because he wanted to eventually, you know, or finally have a thing where somebody plays an instrument in a cartoon and mm-hmm. the sound actually matches up. And that's why it sounds awful. Yeah. <laughs> it's because the um, animators are like, this is, this is what a bass would be. Right. And like, no, like you, you wouldn't fret there. That's not, that's not the order you would fret to make a tune actually. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it, it definitely sounds like random nonsense. Um, <laughs> Dean is really pissed because Hank is uh, all up in his uh, hormones rather than caring about the wear dial <laughs> and calls him out. You know, you used to be all go team venture, but now you're all go team boobies. <laughs> uh, him being the the one person who is not experiencing, yeah, you know, the the sexual awakening yeah. not, of this jungle. He's, he he is he has not fully given himself over to the to the love jungle. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Rusty has another flashback to the swinger party. Uh, he's about to kiss Tara, uh, like in his little like cardboard, uh, uh, cardboard c- uh, clubhouse here. But then, <laughs> but then Jonas, uh, he completely soused Jonas and Miss Quim. They come in and uh, they're making out, and then they fall over on top of the the clubhouse, crushing it and the kids while they're making out. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, what a nightmare! Did mm-hmm. his dad have sex on him at like? on at the moment of his first kiss yes you know not good um uh tara invites rusty to play in her jungle for it you know she is interested in rusty mm-hmm. here as the girls plan to go you know, to go after dean yeah uh dean uh climbs up to the lookout to brought to defend to brock and brock assumes it's going to be hank mm-hmm. which is great it's like, hey, <laughs> hank Oh, it's Dean. <laughs> you know, normally, normally it's Hank who comes to him for advice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, r- really good. Uh, but Dean gets disheartened when Ginny pops up with a six pack. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so Brock is also uh, sexual, and I find like as much as it it's gross what they do with Dean in this, the idea that he's just not on that wavelength as everyone else around him mm-hmm. is really cute. Well, yeah, because like me. that's you know everybody goes through puberty at different times, just like 
you yeah. know, his, his chaste version of what a relationship is, uh, not like not matching the situation and like that sense of being like left out. Uh, you know, that it's, it's a real, it's, it's real in a Judy Bloom kind of sense, you know, extremely um, real, you yeah. know, and, and he's, he's just, it's also him, you know, to him, you should be loyal. Yeah. You know, he's a Toronto man. You know, mm-hmm. I got a girl back home, <laughs> you know, like, like me. Like that, that's his thing. And yeah, it, it's, it's yeah. very consistent. You know, Dean is the standout of this episode to me. Well, also, um, I, I love this line again, just yeah. Michael, Michael Sinterklaas playing Dean saying things that are like pretty, pretty horrible or like not, you just, but, but it's, you know, Dean not understanding the context of it. This where he says the both of the, both of you's got jungle fever, the both of you's, you know, just yeah. like, like his All idea. <laughs> okay. Like uh, he's, he's calling out what it is. Like, Oh, you're like, there's something about this place is making everybody go nuts and have sex with each other it's some kind of fever that happens in a jungle no dean that's something else actually i just i like his him innocently saying things that are uh you know uh double entendres without him uh, realizing it and the both of yous (laughs) yeah uh yeah uh cute you know even if it is racist and no good yeah um the uh so the girls throw a note into the tent uh, meant for Dean, Hank gets it. It says, meet me in the clearing in 10 minutes. And it's got a lipstick mark on it. Um, Dean finds him reading this uh, and demands that Hank meet him in the clearing for 10 minutes with dynamite and a cargo net to solve mysteries. <laughs> uh, and uh, the the two twins, they the, the ladies, they recognize what's going on. So they drag Dean to their hut saying they solve the mystery. And yeah. basically just, again, lie to him to sex assault him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this, this whole time. Mm-hmm. A nonstop stream of lies coming out of these ladies' mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a... a sad little bit of this in the commentary too, where yeah. like doc hammer asks, asks Jackson, he's like, this is, doesn't read real to me. Like this very aggressive, you know, lady. And Jackson's like, yeah, like I lost my virginity to somebody like much more aggressive yeah, uh, than yeah. me and stuff. And it's like, Oh, you know, there's probably, you know, they laugh about it, but there's probably like a little bit of mm-hmm. trauma there. Well, I mean, and, yeah. and even like, you know, talks about like, you know, doc says something like, yeah, you, you know, I, my, my, my first experience was probably like much more healthy than yours. And like public even says something like, yeah, you know, remember I was like a born again Christian when I was in my teens. So like, it was pretty fucked up, you know, and then the, they kind of trail off and change the subject probably. So yeah, it's, it's pretty rough. And like the doc is even, you know, the doc hammer, he says like, yeah, this still makes me uncomfortable. Just the, 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 the sexual encounter with Dean here where, where like one of them is like literally holding Dean down where the other one like climbs on top of him. Uh, yeah. And he's screaming, no, Hey, stop. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's literally just saying stop. And mm-hmm. they're, uh, yeah, it, it's gross. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ginny's sitting by the fire, sharpening a machete and doing the hard rain's going to fall speech from taxi driver, uh, which, you know, reference yay, but also just everything's all over the place. Yeah. Um, when the, the girls are doing this, the Dean, like this is intercut with, uh, the mom, uh, with, with rusty, but you know, they, they lie to him about the potion. They, they try to give him some liquor and say like, you know, this is a, a native potion that wards off the wear dial. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the girl takes off her shirt, even though they're like portrayed as pretty buxom, she's stuffing her shirt. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they fall out. And then she, ca- Dean calls them the Weradiles, apparently because they have hairy armpits. Yeah. And later, earlier, uh, Hank and Dean talked about how they've been trying to grow hair in their armpits. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so the girls have not shaved, gotten to that point yet. Yeah. Um, 
you know, okay. I mean, I don't know. That's not, Dean's not that stupid. Right. Right. Uh, again, I don't know. Like, God, this episode's all over the place. Yeah. I, I, every time I revisit it and think about it, I like it less. Mm-hmm. This is weird thing where everyone is going on about it in uh, in the Slack, and like I feel like people are dismissing it from the angle of it being offensive, mm-hmm. and it is, but it's also just so fucking sloppy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, you know, it's it, it's one of the yeah, I, I, it, the, the 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 sloppiness. I don't know. I don't even know where I was going to go yeah. with that. This is all over the place, and therefore so am I. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. We also, the, the parents are also uh, getting ready to do it. Yes. You know, uh, uh, Tara yeah. says, oh, you have no idea how long it's been. And then Rusty rattles off, uh, you know, like a time, you know, 19 years, four months, 25 days or something, implying that the last time he had sex was when he conceived the boys. <laughs> yeah. Sad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Even though we know that he's, uh, oh, no, we, actually, that is, uh, that is, well, he's had sex with uh, Dermot's. Yeah, Mom, but yeah, Dermot's older than the boys. Yep. So yeah, I guess it has been that long. Mm-hmm. Um, anywho, uh, you know, so so they're they're getting ready to do that. Uh, she's getting, and he he says like I found the cure for impotence. It's dead ass. Yeah. Uh, okay. Ginny uh, pops in. You know, they hear uh, the the Dean and Hank here or Dean here is Ginny yell. It seems like they she's walked in on the girls, but she's walked in on uh, Rusty. Yes. And uh, throws Rusty off her and starts doing this monologue that implies uh, Tara's past. Yes. Which we don't actually see, but just this idea of people treating her badly. Yeah. Saying she doesn't need your pills or your booze or your shock therapy anymore. I fixed her. Me, me, me. Yeah. Um, and, you know, what we're finding out, like the reason she was shaking earlier and saying, don't let the demon out. Uh, Tara's epileptic. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, so she's, she, you know, she's over in the corner having a, having a seizure. Um, you know, uh, <laughs> uh, Rusty says, oh, my God, I almost fucked a wear a dial. Uh, and yeah. then Dean comes in, hits her with a chair multiple times. Repeatedly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Dean, Dean, the near, uh, sex assault victim in this episode yeah. goes and beats a seizuring woman with a chair, a bunch, uh, right. go team venture. you know, Ginny stops uh, him saying, Oh, she's not a wear a dial. She's an epileptic. And he goes, Ooh, yeah. like just that yeah. somehow sleeping with an epileptic joke being sleeping with an epileptic will be grosser than sleeping with a monster. <laughs> I don't know. Well, or just, you know, doc being. Ignorant, yeah, yeah right like that little bit of him like i almost fucked a wear dial i, I mm-hmm. think is is funny yeah uh gets a smile out loud yeah for me uh and then him just not understanding it like yeah uh similar to the dwarves thing mm-hmm. from last episode yeah yeah you know um jenny takes uh tara out um she's unconscious she comes to mm-hmm. she says can i do it just this one time and she has this little necklace and there's a cigarette in it yes that's what the monster is that she didn't want to let out yeah yeah. Uh, so, you know, and they're sitting in front of, uh, like in the, uh, over the course of all of this, the hut caught fire, something like that. Um, you know, the hut mm-hmm. ca- and then eventually it burns down the entire forest around them, uh, killing the, the, the heart of Solomon or whatever. Um, yep. uh, yeah. And as they're sitting in front of the burning house, uh, Tara asks anyone got a light fun. Yeah. Uh, so we cut to later. Hank is, uh, out in the clearing, um, waiting for uh waiting for the girls because he followed the note uh the where dial approaches him uh but he is saved uh by the uh by the orangutan uh that uh you know comes out and uh fights off the where dial as the uh the the fire surrounds him then we cut to the next morning yeah yep, yep. um 
So uh, next morning, the girls apologize to Dean for nearly getting Hank killed, and they say Hank is heroic. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, he's so heroic that natives even made him an honorary warrior and they gave him a circumcision, <laughs> um, you know, and Dean, D- they find out Dean has his weird dog dick. Uh, <laughs> so they're not interested in him, yep. uh, which is yeah, very, weird. It's very knowing, <laughs> um, of them. Uh, I, again, parts of this, I like, I love Brock coming up to Hank, uh, uh-huh. in his tribal paint goes, how you doing broken? Bro? <laughs> <laughs> it's very funny yeah although this does this yeah. doesn't line up with what we learn about the about the tribal people later either yeah like the, yep, the, yep. The, this implies that they're that the, they have this ritual or they do you know I, I, I was about to say where they do bodily mutilation that makes me sound like an intactivist uh yeah <laughs> that's, that's not what i am I, I i don't fucking care but also like cutting up cutting up somebody's pe- you know a, a, a basically grown person's penis is a weird thing to do as a ritual oh yeah so adult <laughs> circumcision rituals yeah you know? it's, it's it, it, it is strange to me and doesn't line up with uh with the uh post credits gag on this which i actually do like um but yeah. uh yeah uh brock loads everybody up into the end of the x1 hank is there and then uh, the the venture and quim jets uh they they rise up and then they take off in opposite directions yeah uh never to you know not to like each other you know that that's for breaking my stepdaughter's heart mm-hmm. smash later um, post credits, the wear dial walks into a village hut, pulls off its head. There's another wear dial. Um, there, you know, the joke here is that the, uh, the native, uh, folk are actually more sophisticated. Yeah. yeah. You know, and they've been, they've been scamming. Yeah. Know, basically, uh, the loggers that they, they mentioned before in a costume. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, they're, they're, they're trying to scare off the scientists, trying to scare everybody off so they could live in peace, uh, by, you know, <laughs> the, the, the joke being, yeah, we're going to play into their conceptions about us and also do, yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> what a fucking uh, mess yeah it, it's really really messy to me um and not very funny mm-hmm. and kind of offensive yeah um you know i like this less than i like love bites yeah uh because there are fewer good jokes in it mm-hmm. you know and i i'm i'm here for jokes yeah it's but, just kind of you know it's, it's like i like things other than that here for jokes ultimately jokes will do a lot for me and it's just not a very funny episode yeah uh this doesn't really have great great lore in it you know like my favorite Mm -hmm. thing about it is the well obviously clyde um yeah (laughs) but uh you know you got the uh you you got the 60s flashbacks which is which is good and fun uh but uh that is uh that is not enough yes it uh, it is not successful on a number of axes yeah um, yeah, but luckily it's all uphill from here mm-hmm. for the season. Uh, next week we're doing, uh, what co- goes down must also come up and we're going to be joined by Autumn Greer, mm-hmm. uh, friend and friend of the network. Yeah. Um, and that's going to be real fun. And then uh, after that, I think we have now museum. Now we don't, which is maybe my favorite of the season. It's good. Um, an episode I, I, I have a lot of affection for. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, if you'd uh, like to support, appeal. yeah, you can support the show by going to patreon.com slash duck uh, you can get episodes a week early and also uh, mm-hmm. get access to whole other bonus shows about other different kinds of things you might like Unfilmable, uh, which is our show about uh, uh, horror movies now. Started as a show about Lovecraft adaptations. Uh, and at the $10 level, you can get Adaptation Decay, uh, which is about uh, adaptations of video games to other media. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and the uh, if you want to support the show, you can leave ratings, reviews. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can tell your friends. All those things are great. Yeah, we appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, 
And until next time, go Team Venture.